0: love is love love mm-hmm. is stronger than hate love is so much stronger than hate and uniqueness is beautiful like people are so cool we're, we're all so unique we all have so many different talents we
1: all have so much so much magic to give to bring to this earth and you have to listen to your child and you have to let them be angry with you you have to let them be hurt by you you have to accept that this is reality whether you regret it or not you've got to listen to it you've got to take it in and accept mm. it so that they can heal hello welcome
2: to openly spoken today we have a very beautiful episode for you this is a continuation of the stories that we've been sharing to celebrate pride Month last month Um, This is an episode that kind of took a while to edit because of some unforeseen circumstances, but also like we need to be celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community more than just in June. So that's also why I wanted to still share this episode and I didn't push myself to uh, have the episode out, even though my schedule was really tight unexpectedly in June. Um, I thought, you know, it's okay. Let's have it come out in July. (laughs) So anyways, this is a really beautiful episode because we're going to be talking about a mother daughter relationship where coming out did not really, it wasn't really a welcomed experience and it wasn't a smooth process. And then a lot of healing took place. And now these two women that you're about to hear, Kayla and Cheryl, they are closer than ever. So before we dive into today's episode, I'm just going to introduce you both to Kayla May Smith and to Cheryl Miller. So Kayla is a spiritually aligned virtual assistant and a podcast creative assistant. She's actually also someone that helps me with this podcast. So it was really cool to get to sit down and chat with her. Kayla is also a mom by choice, for choice, and she is a bisexual woman who believes that we should all inspire and be inspired by one another. And Cheryl wants to introduce herself by letting you know that pink is her power color, that she is an artist, a gamer, a yogi, but her true talent is beating level 100 on Fortnite. (laughs) And unconditional love is Cheryl's secret weapon, and you will definitely hear a little bit about that in this story. So without further ado, let's hear this beautiful story about healing and repairing a mother-daughter relationship after coming out. Welcome to Openly Spoken, the podcast to help you show up, speak out, and be seen. My name is Celia Antonio. I am your host, and I am also your guide to dropping you into your body for unwavering confidence, authentic self-expression, and effortless creativity. And this podcast is a mix of solo and guest conversations all about self-love, relationships sexuality spirituality womanhood divine feminine energy and more my wish for these conversations is that they help you step into loving and accepting all parts of you that these conversations help you in building a life that you're absolutely in love with and that these conversations help you express your deepest truth you can always connect with me over on instagram at self express babe where i would love to hear your thoughts on your favorite episodes and keep these conversations going. I invite you to get cozy as you receive this episode that's about to come through, that you stay curious, that you ask questions, that you take what resonates, and that you, of course, leave out what doesn't. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get into the episode.
0: recording
2: (laughs) hi hi oh my gosh Kayla and Cheryl Cheryl it's so nice to meet you and I'm so excited to have both of you on here to share this beautiful story and how everything unfolded and yeah I'm just excited to share this with people I think it'll be so beautiful (laughs) and wonderful thank you for spending time with me today
0: (laughs) thank you yeah thanks for having us I'm excited and nervous but thank you
2: Yeah. So I will have like a pre recorded little bio, uh, the ones that you guys both sent me. And um, besides that, like I would love to give you space to kind of like introduce yourself to anyone that's listening.
0: Okay. I'm um, Kayla May, and I am a, a virtual assistant for spiritually aligned entrepreneurs and a podcast assistant. I, For me, uh, love- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I love working with you. Um, I am also a bisexual woman and a mother um, of a very fun four-year-old, I'm a wild child, and um, we're here today with my
1: mama. So, y'all, this is Cheryl.
0: Hi, Cheryl. Hi, everybody. <laughs>
1: so i'm cheryl and i'm a secretary at a middle school and um i'm not really good at introducing myself i'm so sorry it's okay (laughs) Um, i'm a mom i'm a grandma three times over and i love it i love it i love my children i love my grandbabies i love being a mom and i love being a grandma it's the greatest thing in the world
0: um yay (laughs) I'm
2: so happy to have you both here yeah so I know that there's like this whole um story we want to share and I'm not sure where to start (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure where to start if like I don't know if you've had if you've taken a moment to like sit and think about like where you want to dive into it
0: Kayla okay um yes so Happy Pride Month, y'all. It's June, and so in honor of Pride Month, we're actually sharing um, my coming out story, but also more than that, my healing uh, story and in coming into confidence and um, healing along with my my mother um, through our story. So I hope I'm going to share this story in hopes that you all know that it gets better and mm-hmm. we're all worthy of being loved, so yeah um yeah yeah so that being said um I guess I will just dive right in I was um I was about 14 when I came out or was outed to my mother um at that time um was brought up with a very uh particular religious upbringing and um what I remember uh, was I was, was called into her room and she knelt down in front of me and cried and prayed because she believed at the time uh, that I was going to help or that that's what that meant. Um, at least mm-hmm. that's how I perceived it. This is my perception. And of course, when we, she'll share her side and she's done a lot of healing through this as well. So, uh, but it was my perception. So for a long time, I lived with a lot of, not a lot, a lack of confidence, mm. um, a lack of self worth, a lack of self love, and um, my my best friend for for many years joked that I was in the closet with the door wide open, like it mm-hmm. wasn't a secret, but um, it wasn't. It was just I was not comfortable being myself fully. Um, before i share more into our healing did you want to share anything mom or should i just keep going (laughs) um
1: i would like to say that um it was rough for um both of us uh when the kids were growing up Um, i really didn't know how to be a mom and Mm -hmm. um i was just kind of trying to figure things out so um i did a lot of things wrong and um did some things right too you know but uh, we both needed to heal from that and uh especially in my opinion especially Kayla she really needed that healing and she needed to know that i loved her no matter what i loved her mm-hmm. um, and it was you're right i'm already going to cry that she needed ah! <laughs> <I> told <ya. laughs>
2: I see you have a box of tissues next to you.
0: <laughs> she told me to have a box of tissues. <laughs>
2: oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, and you have one too. I should have brought one. <laughs> yeah. I love that you're sharing this because there's like healing on both sides. And there's like, um, for someone who's coming out, there's like hope that it'll get better. And for someone who is having a child that isn't, uh, I guess, meeting up to expectations or something that they thought was the right way. Like that's really hard too. And like seeing how there's like, you can move through that. You can go through, you can grow through that. You can open your mind and there's still love there to be had. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. All yeah. right. Then so what's next?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add to what um, my mom said. Um, okay. One of the things that I've learned fairly recently is that it feels like sometimes we'll blame ourselves and we'll say, you know, I was doing all the wrong things or I didn't know how to be a mom, right? And that's that's super easy to come up because um, moms we question ourselves all the time. As parents, you know, we we do. But one of the things I've learned recently is that. We're doing the best we can with what we have in the moment. Yeah. So yeah. The, the learning comes. Um, mm-hmm. So um, just it's okay to forgive ourselves. And it's,
1: and it's never really too late for that learning to come. Yeah. As long mm-hmm. as it comes.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: As long as it does come so that healing can take place. If it never comes, healing can't take place, or at least Mm -hmm. it becomes much more difficult uh, for healing to take place because you don't have that extra love and support. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So years later, I don't know necessarily um, how the change happened, but as of now, my mother is my biggest supporter. Mm -hmm. She she loves me so much. She's going to her first Pride this year oh that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) Um,
2: before we go into that I'm, I'm, I'm actually curious so you said you were 14 you were outed to your mom so someone else outed you
0: yes I'm not sure who um I just know that she told me that she learned
2: okay and then um she was praying um at your feet thinking that you're going to go to hell and then what like what what like dynamic did that create like what what happened between then and like now being her being like Mm. your best supporter because I know you're both close you talk about your mom all the time (laughs) it's really sweet
0: (laughs) she's our best friend um so for me on that um I was a very secretive teenager I kept to myself I I had um a lot of feelings of isolation. I felt very. Um, I had. I felt. I felt alone a lot. Um, and at some point, um, it it seemed to not. It it all was, It just wasn't an issue anymore um, for mom. And I still wasn't. I wasn't I'm I'm 32 now I'll be 33 probably by the time this episode comes out I have a birthday coming up yeah um, so and and I didn't fully come out until until my 30s okay so um you know my like my friends in the closet with the door wide open but I still kind of like shied away so and like I've your
2: mom knew of, your close friends knew but you didn't like really share it with people
0: yes okay right
1: she didn't celebrate it
0: okay You didn't that's true yeah um and so um and then it got to the point where you know we could joke about having I could joke about having crushes or or being attracted to someone and, and it wasn't a, it wasn't an issue mom would smile and like laugh along like oh yeah you know And it became um, just a part of everything. Well, but I still struggled with the feelings of self-worth and confidence and being myself and um, feeling okay. Um, Eventually, I, in therapy, um, my therapist suggested writing letters to my inner child. And Mm. um, I thought about that a lot. And, and it also came up to write letters to my inner child at different ages of my life, like regarding different circumstances. And I, and I thought about it for a while and it hit me that, you know, I wanted, I realized I wanted to ask my mom to write that letter. I wanted her to write a letter to 14 year old me as if she was responding to me, telling her, Hey mom, I'm, I'm Mm by," And, um, I was a little nervous because I thought, I don't want to hit her with all this guilt. I don't want to hit her with all the shame. Like, I'm hurting. And, of course, I'm still worried about hurting her through this, you know? Yeah. So I thought, I don't want to hit her with all, all this. And I really thought about it for a while. And then I just brought it up. Hey, mom, what do you think of this? And she got really emotional. She's like, I would love to do this for you. So she thought about it for a bit. And she texted me. And she said, hey can you tell me something in a text? And so I texted her, hey, mom, I'm bisexual. And I put some like little gifs and memes in there too that were really cute. I don't remember what it was exactly, but I just remember sending her a little text. And as if, you know, I was coming out, we didn't have, we didn't have texts when I was 14, but I still texted. And then she wrote me a letter to 14-year-old Kayla.
2: So you had like a redo over text.
0: <laughs> a redo, we started it over text, and she did write it in a letter. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and having her read that letter to me and and hearing it was so healing. And... Um, i'm so sorry i just want to say on that it's so important if 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 you take the time to um to do that for yourself or even if you ask someone else writing to your inner child writing to young you is just it's a powerful healing uh, modality yeah
2: and developing that relationship, like ongoing lifelong relationship with your inner child is super important mm. too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that part of that. us is still there with us. Mm-hmm. So, um Halo, you mentioned that there was time where it just eventually didn't become an issue. So I'm curious to hear from you, Cheryl, like what was that, like what was going on in that time where it was like she came out and then it became not an issue years later. Like, was that a gradual, like, what was that? What was that shift there? It, what happened there?
1: I've, it's kind of weird. I'm sorry. I've always known this, but it's like a difference between your heart and your mind. But Kayla is incredibly beautiful. And I mean, physically, emotionally, spiritually, She's a giver, she's a lover, Mm -hmm. she's kind, generous. (laughs) She's just, she has such a beautiful personality Mm -hmm. and person, she really does. And it just didn't matter about all the other stuff. The only thing that mattered was that she was my daughter and she was hurting. And I was a big cause of that. And that had to change. That had to stop.
2: Hmm.
1: And I think that was just, that was it. Once I realized that I had been fed all these horrible things that I could let them go. And it was okay to let them go and still be me. And yet at the same time, still be mom to Kayla, the kind of mom she needed and not the kind of mom society kind of demands you to be.
2: Yeah. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. You have
1: to be a strong parent and you have to, you know, put your will forward and no, absolutely not. Um yeah. they have a will and they get to choose, and whatever they choose is beautiful. It's beautiful.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I <love> well, that. <laughs> Yeah, you bring a you bring a big key piece there of like how society plays a part in this like society not only tells you what kind of mom you need to be but also from Kayla's perspective like society is telling you how how your identity and how your sexuality is supposed to be quotation marks for people listening to the audio and um and then that's an added thing on top. Like if you're coming out and there's not that acceptance right away from your family, it's not only the family, it's also society putting that pressure on you and, you know, going out into the world and sharing who you are. Luckily now it's a lot safer than it used to be, but it's like, it's still not 100% safe. We're still not there, especially Mm -hmm. in, in specific parts of the world (laughs) and, um, parts of our country and um yeah
1: it's it's very sad yeah to me that people can't people have an inability to just love people yeah they really do
2: yeah and especially when it comes to um like your family members or like your child like yeah I understand that there's you know religious upbringings that make you think that certain things are bad but at the end of the day like you are this child's guide and you are this like you Mm. you're the one that's their foundation and if they don't get that foundation of love at home why would they think they'd get that outside of, of of the home you know Mm, so it's but then the forgiveness piece is huge there I'm sure you had to I'd love to know like what what did that look like that that whole like self-forgiveness because like Kayla mentioned earlier I'm not a mom yet but I I know like a lot of a lot of my friends have kids and I hear about mom guilt all the time that it's a real a real thing and no matter how great you are you still have that guilt (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'd love to know how that self forgiveness, like journey looked like and what helped you for anyone listening.
1: Um, That was really hard. The forgiveness to forgive myself Mm -hmm. was very hard. It was very hard. I felt so much guilt and shame and horror at my actions and thoughts and words that it was so very difficult for me. And I found that I actually wasn't able to forgive myself until Kayla was. And once she was able to go through that healing and forgive me, then I felt a release to be able to forgive myself as well. I just, I had to know she was, she was okay. Mm
0: -hmm. You know?
2: Kayla, what is it that helped you forgive?
0: Um, I really think that um, her accepting me asking her to write this letter to 14-year-old me, I really think that Mm. my inner child, my 14-year-old Kayla, needed that letter um, to be able to um, forgive and feel fully I knew at that point that she loved me I knew at that point she fully supported me but I needed to hear it um in that way and that really that really that really brought on the forgiveness and then and mom told me too she said writing that letter helped her on her end as well so it was it was healing for both of us
1: yeah yeah it was yeah I love
2: that so for anyone listening we recommend doing the letter (laughs) having (laughs) some sort of redo of the coming out and seeing how that lands for your inner child or inner teenager
1: if
0: you have to write the letter for yourself um if the other party isn't isn't ready yeah to write the letter if you can write the letter to yourself, what would you want here? What, what what would you what would you have wanted to hear? What would you have wanted to heard and you'd feel? Mm-hmm. Um, go through all the senses. Celia Celia is great with with uh, those practices, but go through all the senses. What what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would that be like um, if you can't go through and heal that inner child with the other person? Definitely do it with yourself.
2: Yeah, and there's a piece there of like cultivating your own inner parent, which can mm-hmm. be very, very, very helpful. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah. And as a parent or a family member or a friend or whoever, I I highly recommend that um, you really sit down and think before you write, and you. Kind of know that what you want to show in this letter is not just, okay, yeah, I, I accept for who you are. I accept you. No problem. It has to be so much more than that, I feel like. It has to be, it has to exude love Yeah, and it has to show that I don't care about your decisions you're an adult you, even if you're not an adult you still get to make your own decisions your own choices and as a parent you've really got to let that go and give that to the child yeah. regardless of age and yeah. I just think it's also healing for them the you know parents really should do it not just for themselves but for their for their child
2: yeah, and I would imagine that even if it's hard for them to accept, uh, even writing something of like this is really hard for me right now, but I still love you. Like even that could go a long way than just mm-hmm. saying no to the letter because putting in whatever effort you can, I'm sure is like like that that willingness to put that effort shows that you care and that you're trying, and it's a process. know it's a journey and it'll unfold little by little
0: communication heals better than walls
2: Mm. oh yes yes that's good that's a good one we're gonna have to turn that into a little quote (laughs) for this episode (laughs) (laughs) so do you want to share Kayla even like before you came out like how you came to realize for yourself like how you came out to yourself maybe Did you want to share that while you're here?
0: Sure. So I, um, you know, I grew up with very, a very strict religious upbringing, like I said, and I had no idea what was outside of this box. Like, I was like, I had no idea. I knew that, um, I knew that people were pretty. I knew that people were handsome. I knew that people were just beautiful. And um, I knew that this was I'm going to say this on the show, but uh, <laughs> we all, some of us may remember the Lizzie McGuire show. I had the biggest crush on Hilary Duff and Lizzie McGuire show, but I didn't know that it was a crush because I had no idea at the time that that was even like a possibility. I just mm-hmm. knew that I had the biggest crush on her yeah, and I just loved watching that show so I could watch her she's so beautiful. Um, and then when I was, I was 14 um when I learned that people could be attracted to all genders um then I was like oh this makes so much sense do
2: you Um, remember where you learned that
0: on the school bus
2: on the school bus (laughs) the school bus is a great place to learn wisdom as a kid (laughs) <laughs> that's where we all learn we learn where babies come from we learn all the things all the
0: school- oh school, yeah
2: <laughs> oh that's funny yeah yeah so then okay so you had this crush on lizzie mcguire which i love that you mentioned that because uh we had olivia on on this um podcast last oh, year she who said shared the same her thing, story. because i listened yeah.
0: to that episode and i got. guess yeah. i was like oh she said she had
2: like 30 posters of Hillary Duff like all over her walls. <laughs> and she's like, there were signs, mom. <laughs> Those
1: were the signs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and then when you were 14, there like there was that coming out. You redid the coming out, uh, with that text, and then like writing a letter to the inner child or like Kayla at 14. And then how mm-hmm. did things so so this this um letter writing did that happen like two or three years ago because you mentioned that you have only really been like out out in your 30s and you're about to turn 33 so that's recently right
0: yes it was what was it last year the year before
1: do you remember mom that's when I was I was looking at the letter to see if it had a date on it
2: oh you have it with you that's beautiful it was
1: probably 2022
2: Okay, so it was recently so last year, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, yep. what yep. do you think? Like, I'm curious to know, like, how that has shifted things, and like, how, like, what do you think that's opened up for you, and like, where are you headed to next <laughs> for both um, of you, with like your healing. And I know that I know like some of the things that Kayla you'd love to do with your work, and who you'd like to
0: serve. Mm. Yes. Um, So it's, um, it's been really, really lovely to be able to just be 100% fully myself, fully authentic. My husband loves me for who I am. Um, We've gone as a family to Pride. Um, My husband and my son and I, we all went to Pride. And uh, during Bi-Visibility Week, I told him, um, hey, babe, it's by visibility Week. And it's just like, hey, babe, I see you. <laughs> you know, and um, <laughs> it's, it's, I'll never forget that. Like it it yeah. matters so much. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been able to really learn how to just, how to fully love myself, how to uh, embrace everything, all I am. And uh, since we're a lot of fun, um, also speaking of what I want to do, eventually I do want to work with LGBTQ plus youth because mm-hmm. I want, I want the youth to know that, that it does get better, that they are worthy, that yeah, love is stronger than hate. Love really is stronger than hate and they are perfect as, as they are. And when people tell you who they are, we believe them.
1: Yeah. I love them mm-hmm. yes. just for
0: themselves. Mm-hmm. So I would love to eventually get to work with the youth and just be that person I needed. You know, we've all seen that quote, be the person you needed when you were younger. That's mm-hmm. that's so important to me. And and with my son, with raising, with my family, I, I want him to be um, encouraged in his fullest expression. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband and I, we... We work on having those conversations and raising our son to be absolutely himself, whoever that is. I love that. Very
1: healthy. I love it too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that must be great to see that.
1: Oh, go ahead. It is great to see that. (laughs) (laughs) I know as for Kayla and I, it really opened up so many more doors for us um we've just gotten so much closer and Mm -hmm. we can talk we know now that we can say anything at all to each other
2: yeah because you've been through the Mm
1: -hmm.
2: yeah that's beautiful yeah so we
1: we have that confidence now that we're going to be supported um, yeah and love through whatever it is that we think feel are going through yeah. Mm-hmm. made us super close i love it yes that's my best
0: friend y'all <laughs> i love it is that mine too oh i Besties. love that uh,
2: yeah that's great how like something so scary and hard can bring the relationship that you thought was like like maybe from kayla's side you probably thought like oh my mom hates me she's never gonna talk to me again but it like brought you even closer than you were before. I love that. Yeah, so beautiful. Yeah. and that's I, um... how I felt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you felt as well. That
1: I did. I Kayla felt like never... she hated me. Yeah, and that we would never have a relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and it. She didn't hate me. She just was hurt. She yeah, was very hurt.
0: When I first moved out, she didn't even come to my first apartment for a few years. She didn't even know where I lived. Mm-hmm. You know? It was not allowed so to. we've come, yeah, we've come a long it's way.
1: Very hard.
2: Yeah, I'm happy for both of you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're I'm welcome happy too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I have some questions that I like ask everybody, and I feel like they could lead to maybe more of maybe more of the story will come out, maybe more conversation will come out. So I'm feeling called to share those questions now. Um, okay. Who would like to go first? <laughs> okay. okay, I'll, I'll go. go first.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. All right. So the first question is, what does self-love mean to you?
0: Self-love to me is anything that is showing expressing love to to yourself mentally physically spiritually emotionally um so we've all heard take bubble baths if that bubble bath is going to be soothing then that's self-love but if you're thirsty and you need to drink a glass of water that's self-love um it can be it can be so many different things
2: cheryl what would you say
0: what does self-love
1: mean to you to me is uh accepting who you are and loving yourself unconditionally which I have always found is very hard for me to do I have a very difficult Mm -hmm. time loving myself unconditionally and accepting me um, as I am flaws and all you know and understand that some of those things that I I think are flaws are not (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just part of who I am Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it's it's a very healing incredible beautiful thing to go through when you um, do have that self-love or when you start getting it it's Mm -hmm. it's beautiful
2: especially how kayla mentioned earlier that you came from like a strict religious background and typically (laughs) that doesn't really go along with accepting yourself it's usually like you're a sinner you're <laughs> bad
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like a lot of
2: guilt and stuff yeah yes, yes. yeah very so,
0: fear-based mm-hmm.
2: yeah so that mm-hmm. must have been hard to come up against that when you're like trying to love yourself but you have these like old conditioned beliefs it's like oh but I'm bad because of this
1: yeah I also had a very rough childhood and so that was also part of it too yeah And I didn't want Kayla and Taylor to have that, but we are now at an age where we're all getting through it together as a family. We used to call ourselves the three musketeers. (laughs) I think we still are.
0: Yeah. We still are.
1: I love that. Yeah. Stay together. We're all family and, and family is everything.
2: Yeah. And that's, what's important is that you're willing to now have those, like how Kayla said, communication heals better than walls. Like you're able to have mm-hmm. those conversations you're, and those conversations are not easy. To yeah. Let no. someone, Yeah.
1: <laughs> let me tell you as a parent, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how you do it, but you have to sit and you have to listen to your child and you have to let them be angry with you. You have to let them be hurt by you. You have to accept that this is reality. Mm, This is, you meant it or not, whether you regret it or not, you've got to listen to it. You've got to take it in and accept Mm. it so that they can heal. But in the process, you also heal.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's hard to say I'm sorry for something you don't really know what you're saying I'm sorry for, Mm. and you have to feel it to be truly sorry, Mm -hmm. and it's okay to be sorry. It's okay to have those regrets and wish. I always wish I had done it differently. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't mean when that came out. I didn't mean it the way it came out, and it broke my heart to hear her say that, Um, but how else would it have come out when you think about it? Yeah. You know, how else would somebody else have taken that? Even though I, I really had no idea in my own mind what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just, it's hard. It's very hard, but it is so worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Our, our children and our family and our friends and even strangers, we don't know it's worth it if you just walk up to them and, and say, Hey, I love you. I love you. I don't know you. I don't know anything about you, but I don't have to because I love yeah. you just for who you are. And that's yeah. just me. That's part of my personality. I'm a very, I love to love people. I'm like a mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So true. <laughs> I love oh, that. Goodness.
2: You must bring a really great energy to the middle school that you work at having that I love for so. people.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Oh my god, I all the really things the she brought home. Oh, from the kids. Oh my goodness, I got I got the sweetest most beautiful things. Was it just the, the last day of the school? Mhm. Um it was like last week of school. Uh-huh. And it was just beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it was a pen. But on the Mm -hmm. pen, it said, you changed my life.
0: Oh,
2: that's so sweet. You know?
1: Yeah. And and I got a little three by five card from a girl who just told me how much my love and acceptance of her meant. And I'm going to cry. I'm sorry. My eyes are leaking. (laughs) We're we're all crying. It's just, That's what I want is I want everybody to know there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Right now, like you are, you're beautiful.
2: I think mm-hmm. it's really beautiful to have people like that working in schools, because like speaking from my personal perspective, like having teachers that really see you and really accept you. And I, I can't even imagine what it's like if you're someone who identifies as queer having someone at at school that an adult at school that sees you and accepts you it's so healing and especially Mm -hmm. if like from from um my experience I like my parents just worked a lot they had they were just busy working too much and um having teachers at school that like really saw me and could mirror who I am back to me like I don't know where I would be if I didn't have that at school it was so healing. So yeah, people that work in schools or or are teachers, I think it's very underappreciated and undervalued the kind of impact that you have on society.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And being a mother as well is su- such a huge, like undervalued thing in our society. And um, you also, yeah. Mm-hmm. You also, Cheryl mentioned something about like, going up to people you don't even know and like you don't need to know them to love them and that's something like that i want to just kind of like highlight for people listening especially with like what's happening right now with with rights for trans people Is like yes there are so many people in this world where we don't understand their life we don't understand their identity but we don't have to understand them to love them
1: It's they're not humans. About understanding them. Yeah. You don't have to. It's not our business. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it's not our business. Our business is to love them.
2: Yeah, just and to see them. they are a human. They are a life. They are a beating heart. They have a belly like you. They have uh two eyes like you. That all these things like they're they are they are a life form. So they are worthy mm-hmm. of love and respect just for that. That's something I wish that people could understand more. Absolutely. <laughs> this is an emotional episode. <laughs> it is. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. do you want to add anything, Caleb, before I ask the next question? Um
0: no, go ahead. <laughs> okay.
2: So the next question is what makes you feel the most grounded?
0: I'll answer uh, getting outside in nature every day, every day, and i'm I'm making a priority that um, both my son and I spend time outside every day. Um, it's is it's the earth connecting with the earth
1: mm-hmm. That's beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Kayla, really helps me be grounded she she's my Mm. grounder (laughs) she just is um if she sees i'm upset or stressed or anxious or whatever she's like all right let's get into the grass let's go barefoot let's go get in the grass let's touch the earth let's meditate Mm -hmm. what do you need you know uh, let's just sit and and hug each other for a while she is my grounder I love that she brings me back so beautifully. She's, you know, like I said, she's beautiful. She's so sweet.
2: <laughs> the healer of the family. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I could, I could definitely see you, Kayla. By the way, being like some sort of spiritual healer in the future. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel like you'd be really good at that.
1: <laughs> she would be. She really yeah. would be.
0: Yeah, that's a huge compliment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> even your son is such a little healer like you texted me Oh my, me, God, my like, gosh. yeah yes. she texted yes. me that that you had a headache cheryl i think that, i think it was a headache or a migraine and that her son was like oh let me bring the sound bowl to her nana needs it
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah and he wanted to make sure i had that sound bowl <laughs> so cute <laughs> it was so precious
2: okay so <laughs> the next question is what is your favorite part about being a woman?
1: Okay, I'm gonna take this one this time. Okay. Um, growing up, being female was something not to be celebrated. It was not a positive thing uh, for me. Um, it didn't bring anything good. It only brought bad things. You know, mm-hmm. uh, in a very real way, women were like third-class citizens. We we didn't matter we just didn't matter. We were to be used and and abused in in whichever way somebody else felt was appropriate. Mm -hmm. And so now I absolutely love being a woman. I I love it. (laughs) Uh, Pink is my happy color. It's my power to (laughs) color. I love pink. I love dressing up and just being part of a group that is becoming strong and powerful and beautiful and amazing people are starting to recognize that women are freaking amazing people <laughs> yeah
2: there really has been a like a a different shift in that as of lately mm-hmm. i mean it's been happening for a long time i feel like there's been some sort of like little leap In that movement as of recently Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i think probably because we had a certain woman hater as our president (laughs) we were Mm kind of we kind of like came out with force
0: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) we got the matchbook out light it on fire (laughs) yeah right right we're like Mm -hmm. enough is enough (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: yeah what about you, Kayla? What's your favorite part about being a woman?
0: Um, I would say, I would say thinking, um syncing with the moon cycle. So part of part of um being a woman or um having a menstrual cycle or whatever that means for you, um, is that we run on it on this. 28-day cycle that follows the moon cycle and we can connect uh, directly to nature in -hmm. that way we can um, take care of ourselves when we need to rest we can take care of ourselves when we're when we're ovulating and ready to meet people and and engage and um i i love our i love this cycle um this cyclical aspect of being a woman Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I love that too. And that's been such a, for a lot of us, it's such a a hard healing journey to come to because um, Mm -hmm. at least when I was first getting, when I first got my period, it was something to like hide and like, don't let Mm -hmm. the boys know and like hide your tampon in your sleeve. And, you know, it was some, uh, or it was Mm -hmm. something that was like to complain about that, you know, your body, felt really bad and you're just like oh dreading that it's going to come and then to come to a place where you see that as like sacred and beautiful is so healing yes it
0: was so it was such an awakening for me to like to learn that um like what you said about knowing that it's going to hurt and you're going to be in pain but really what is it what is that your body's it's your body telling you what you need your body's saying it's time to rest it's time to take care of yourself it's time to nurture yourself and Um, I also have a chronic illness and so learning the past couple of years through my diagnosis that um, just listening to the body when the body is saying hey this is what you need that right there is sacred Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
2: we can make a whole podcast on that topic
0: (laughs) oh yes instead (laughs) of focusing on it's so painful switch instead of instead of the it's so painful it's What is my body telling me I need right now?
2: I have one more question. It'll be a separate question for Kayla and then a separate question for you, Cheryl. Okay. Just grab some water because my throat's a little dry. Okay.
0: Hydrate break. (laughs)
2: Hydration break. Um, (laughs) I think I'll ask Cheryl first. So Cheryl, I would love to know what's your favorite part about having a daughter who identifies as
1: queer? Oh, (laughs) My favorite part, the fact that she is, she has accepted herself for who she is. I think it's beautiful. Um, it doesn't matter to me, um, who she's with or who she identifies with or as, as long as she's happy and as long as the other person uh, is good to her and loving to her. Um, I love that she has such a heart for other um, LGBTQ members or um, other people. She really does. um, Through all the stuff that she went through, she's developed such a love and a generosity. Mm -hmm. And that just, I love it. I love her sweetness. (laughs) I love that. But she also fights. She also fights for, you know, rights and things like that. It isn't just, yeah, I love you. I accept you. It's, no, let me go out and and let's go to war. Let's do this. Mm. Let's show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're important. Yeah,
2: there definitely (laughs) is a fieriness. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I've sensed that too. And I've uh, learned about some things going on that I didn't even know about from Kayla sharing it with me through our calls that we've had. Yeah. So she definitely is a fighter. (laughs) She's
0: a warrior.
1: (laughs) She is. I love it. I'm proud
0: of that y'all. I'm proud.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You should be baby.
2: (laughs) So do you think like having um, a daughter who like doesn't follow those societal norms directly um directly like affected your own healing journey and accepting yourself because you mentioned that your favorite part is that she fully accepts yourself and you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier um like we talked about how like religion can make it hard to have that self-acceptance and that for you self-love is self-acceptance that was yes, kind of a I long-winded definitely. question.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's definitely helped heal me. She's kind of like my rock, you know? Um, seeing her be so um, strong and courageous and accepting of, me as well, you know, she accepts me for who I am, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, just, I don't think I would have been able to get there without her. I really don't. I needed her. Mm. She's, she's my beautiful angel.
0: (laughs) I love that.
2: I've heard a lot about how, um, when you have a child, how they are huge teachers. And I'm really hearing mm-hmm. that and sensing that, and I'm seeing Kayla shaking her head. It's <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> or true. Or nodding her head. Shaking means no. Yeah, I'm seeing Kayla nodding her head. <laughs> <laughs> You're both like, yup. yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's beautiful that she was able to propel that journey forward for you in your self acceptance. I love that. That's so beautiful.
1: Thank you.
0: You're
2: welcome so then there's kind of the same question but um adjusted for Kayla is what's your favorite part about being queer
0: my favorite part about being queer is um it would be the values the values love is love love Mm -hmm. is stronger than hate love is so much stronger than hate and uniqueness is beautiful like People are so cool. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're all so unique. We all have so many different talents. And um, we all have so much so much magic to give, to bring to this earth. We all have so much to share. And so I think that basically I'm saying my favorite part about, about being queer is um, the magnitude of the community. Yeah.
2: Yeah and the community extends to like your mom and like the loved ones and all the supporters I love that yeah the allies Mm -hmm. the allies yeah so is there anything like before we close out um is there anything any like closing message or anything that you would want to give to someone I'll ask you both I'll ask you both like kind of a separate question so for Kayla like anyone who's having a hard time struggling either with coming out to themselves or coming out to a parent and it not you know being accepted in the way that they expected or anything like that of like yeah what words of wisdom or encouragement would you like to give
0: to them if you're feeling ready to come out listeners if, if you're feeling ready to come out or or you want to come out to someone find a trusted safe person first hmm. um, let them let let them tell you show you that you're loved um, you know we have a lot of uh, what we call rainbow capitalism now but um, all these companies, showing their support with rainbow logos uh, for the for this pride month Um, but let that show you that we're here we love you and um you're you're perfect the way you are and when you come out to your family member if it's not a safe situation i hope you find someone you can trust and know that it gets better it it does Mm -hmm. and you loved and if you need to you can message me on Instagram um I'm a safe person (laughs) and I think that you're amazing for who you are
2: Kayla's Instagram will be in the show notes slash caption wherever you're watching (laughs) or listening (laughs) thank you yeah you're welcome and then um, Cheryl, I would love to know, like, what kind of words do you have for parents who are maybe like having a hard time accepting, um, having a child who's who's not, who came out and you're like, maybe didn't have a great reaction to it or are having a hard time accepting it?
1: Most important thing about being a parent is having unconditional love for your children. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. And being a person,
0: Mm.
1: just being a person, just to have that unconditional love. What that means is that you don't have to, uh, you don't have to understand where they're coming from. You don't have to find a solution because there's not a problem. Mm. There isn't an issue to be resolved. The only issue that needs to be resolved is do you love your child enough to love them unconditionally and Mm. accept them for who they are? Sometimes you have to hear hard things um, from your child because they were hurt. But, you know, when you get hurt from somebody else, you want to let them know, hey, that hurt me. This is how I felt. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah, You have to accept that. You have to take it in. You have to listen. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that whether you like it or not, this is what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If the child says, you hurt me, you have to accept, I hurt you. You can't say, well... But I didn't understand. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. That's not what matters. What matters is you hurt your child. Love your child. Love your child unconditionally. Love anybody that way. Because that's what humanity really is, in my opinion. Take the hard stuff, roll with it. Who cares? What's more important, you know, having a relationship with your daughter or not? Yeah. Or having a strained relationship. I would much rather have an open, loving relationship with my daughter. Mm -hmm. I really would. I would rather have that with with people in general. Just open Mm -hmm. and honest. Mm -hmm.
2: And like you said earlier, that difficulty of like on that hard work to get there to that open relationship is worth it
1: (laughs) it is very worth it trust me (laughs) Trust me we were at a point where we weren't talking i hardly ever got to see her i would cry myself to sleep so many nights because i missed her and i loved her and i was worried not really knowing what i had done
0: Mm.
1: yeah so it was important for me to hear that it was important that i find out what i had done so that i can fix it
2: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. and that was fixing me not fixing her
2: yes oh i love that say that again for the people in the back
1: (laughs) i needed to fix me i needed to fix the things that i had done wrong i didn't have to fix kayla because there was nothing nothing wrong with her i love that so much I want I want everybody to know that. I I wish that I could just give all those people who don't have that. I wish I could just hug them and hold them and be there for them. I really do.
0: Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. they
1: deserve it. They really Mm do.
0: Yeah. They
2: need it the most too. Oh, I'm I'm really glad that you both have gotten to this point with everything that you've gone through i think it's so beautiful and it's so great also for your son kayla that (laughs) you know he gets to have i saw your mug that says world's best nana or something he gets to have the world's best nana in his life
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite mug (laughs) and
2: i'd love to know uh kayla before we stop our recording Two things. Um, I want to give you space to talk about, like your work and you know, where people can find you. Um, but before that, I also would love to give you space to maybe share some resources that I can put in the captions, like maybe some websites you want me to put in the captions or anything like that that can help people who are having a hard time.
0: Um, awesome. Um, yeah. So the the Trevor Project um, is a organization that uh, they have text, they have call, um, and you can go on their on their website, um, but they are a, a helpline. So if you're in a crisis, um, they're an LGBTQ crisis line. Um, if you're on their website, they have a triple tap that it'll automatically close out their site if someone is coming, that's not safe. Um, mm-hmm. So they're there to to help you and support you. Glad, um, uh, G-L-A-A-D. G-L-A-A-D uh, they have a Spirit Day every year in October. Um, we're standing up against bullying, uh, mm-hmm. and um, you can always, always um, find your your local PFLAG. It's um, Parents and Families of um, LGBTQ um, community. Uh, they have many chapters all around the country, and uh, I hope that that you know that you're loved and there's there's sources out there if you need anything message my Instagram um like we said we'll put that in the caption um it's actually inspire and be inspired um because it's important that and and I'm just transitioning into my uh, my work here I love Um, it (laughs) (laughs) we um I believe that we all inspire one another and we can all be inspired by one another Um, So you can find me on Instagram at Inspire and Be Inspired, and I do um, virtual assistant work for spiritually aligned um, entrepreneurs. Um, I create social media posts. I I do your social media engagement. I love working with podcasts. Um, I'm a booking agent, and um, I work with um, social media and video for podcasts. Really enjoy it i love i love letting the creativity flow so if you need help with any of that just let me know thank, thank you, both you so
2: much for being here and for anyone listening all of the links are in the show notes i'd never heard of the p flag before so that's really cool i'm gonna look that up this yeah. is so beautiful Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Openly Spoken. I know that there's an abundance of content online, so I really appreciate you giving me your ears today. If this episode shifted something for you, please share this with a friend and slash or write us a podcast review if you're listening to this on iTunes so that more people can find this. If anything shifted for you from this episode that you want to have a conversation about, I would love to hear from you. Just send me a DM over on Instagram at self babe. And that is in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.